Welcome to the STEM Teacher Podcast. I'm your host, John Van Dusen. This is episode 80. What do I do now that I'm stuck at home? Well, as I record this, it is March 18th, 2020, and the coronavirus pandemic has basically shut down parts of the world. Uh, started in Wuhan, China. People have been calling it the China virus, the Wuhan virus, the coronavirus, COVID-19. It's got all these different names. And it appears to have spread to basically East East Asia from there, and then Europe and the United States. And some good news I saw on, on the news this morning was that um, China, where it kind of originated, it's starting to drop off. The, the cases are starting to drop off, so it's kind of uh, running its course, if you will. So here in the United States and in Michigan specifically, all universities are closed or going online. All of the public schools are closed for three weeks. Restaurants and bars are not allowed to be open unless they have carryout or pickup services or delivery. Uh, carryout and pickup, I guess that's the same. So huge, huge impact on us as Americans. But as Americans, we are uh, resilient. This is not the toughest thing we've ever made it through. And Today we're going to talk about one of the toughest things is with all of the schools closed, there are a lot of kids home for a long time. Here in Michigan, it's set up for three weeks, at which point I think they'll reevaluate. Now, one of those weeks was our spring break, so that's okay. But the kicker with that is people aren't traveling anymore. They're not going on their vacations or their cruises. So there's a lot of kids at home with and I'm sure you've heard this, there's nothing to do. So we're going to talk about some things to do in this episode. The first thing I would highly, 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 highly recommend, I can't recommend this enough, especially if you have multiple age children in your house, is make a schedule. Make a schedule and keep to it as good as possible. I know it's really easy to just let the kids sleep in and stay in their pajamas and watch TV or play on their iPad. But if you want to get things done, and you probably know this just from your regular weekend, if you know if you get up and get going on a Saturday, you're way bound to get more things done. So now that we're doing this for three weeks in a row, my number one tip is make a schedule and keep to it as much as possible. Now, you don't have to make it as rigid as a school day where everybody's up at a certain time. And like, you don't have to do that. Um, you can, you absolutely can. But make a schedule which needs to consist of getting up, getting dressed, getting something to eat, and having some type of morning chores before the day even starts, whether that's make your bed, whether that's clean your room, whether that's, uh, you know, whatever, sweeping, taking out the dog, taking out the trash, whatever those chores are, um, we have to try to keep some sense of normalcy in our children's lives and to keep our own sanity, let's be honest. Now, at this time, I think the STEM Teacher Podcast is the absolutely perfect vehicle to help us navigate the next three weeks. And I wrote down basically all of the different episodes that have great and amazing ideas of things that we can do STEM-related with our kids at the house so we don't go crazy. And it'll give them something fun to do. They'll actually be learning, and it's going to help everybody out. It's a 2 plus 2 equals 5 situation. So... If you are listening to this podcast, I highly recommend you go back and listening to the following, and I'm just going to give you a list of them, basically what they cover, and then I have some more ideas on the back end. So episode three, spring break 
STEM, designed specifically for spring break type activities. Episode 10 is rainy day STEM. If you are stuck in the house, there's some activities you can do if it's too cold, too rainy, too snowy, too hot, wherever you're at. Uh, episode 13 is weather STEM. We talk about the different types of weather, and this is something you can do over the next three weeks, tracking temperature, tracking precipitation, looking at the wind. Um, so that's episode 13. Episode 15 is five outdoor STEM projects. Again, stuff you can do outside if the weather is nice, kick the kids out of the house. Number 19, weight and measurement STEM. Sounds, it is exactly like it sounds. Uh, 21 was 21 things to do this weekend. Just a quick list of ideas of things you can do. Uh, 22 and 23 go hand in hand. Uh, episode 22 is dice games and episode 23 is card games. So quick Google searches, we'll find a thousand of them, but we break them down. And this was done in my STEM classroom where we're teaching pre-kindergarten through fifth grade. So you can basically scale those games to work with four-year-olds or scale them up to work with teenagers. Uh, number 32 can be really, really important. It's healthy snack STEM. You can get your kids to make their own snacks that isn't junk, and they can learn something while they're doing it. Uh, episode 33 was screen time STEM. Maybe have a quick listen on that. So, uh, you know, when you do end up putting your kids on screens, and I understand that, Screen time is important, especially for kids, although I don't like it very much, um, except last Saturday, we were at a friend's house, and uh, they have a Nintendo Switch when we were playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, then screen time's okay. So, screen time STEM is uh, episode 33, and let me find the rest of my list here. So I have episode 35 is DIY bird feeders. So you can get your kids to make their own bird feeders. And then you can uh, watch the birds. So then you can see what kind of birds are actually showing up. Episode 40 is another fun one, dominoes. So how to play different domino games, specifically the chain reactions. And then we play a domino game with my STEM students. Uh, episode 50 uh, 59 and 60 are all inside activities. Episode 50 is snow day STEM. So when you get that random Tuesday that you're home alone, or in this case, the random three weeks, there's some snow day STEM activities. Episode 59 and episode 60 was kind of fun. I remember recording them here at Kingsford. We actually had two days in a row where it was too cold to go to school. So episode 59 is I'm stuck inside because it's super cold STEM. And episode 60 is I'm stuck inside because it's super cold STEM part two. So just a plethora of activities that you can do inside that are STEM related. Uh, episode 61 is so much fun. And whenever uh, my son says he wants to listen to a podcast, this is the one we listen to. Episode 61, Tongue Twisters, uh, tells you about the different types of tongue twisters and how you can actually make your own. And it also talks about finger fumblers, which are tongue twisters for American Sign Language. Fun fact. Episode 66 is about measuring. Episode 71 talks about some weekend games. Now, these are games that, uh, again, my son and I, we, we would play either inside or outside. Uh, none of them involve a screen, so maybe just some ideas of what you can do. Episode 74, Let It Roll. Uh, that was a project we did in my STEM classroom where we had to roll a ball towards a target. Again, a simple game. Kids are engaged. Don't tell them they're learning, but they are. Uh, episode 76, Lateral Thinking Puzzles. 
Uh, if you listen to episode 76, there's a couple thinking puzzles in there. You can pause the podcast. Um, this is something you can do with your kids. Put it on the Bluetooth speaker or whatnot, and everybody can listen. Um, and then you can Google your own lateral thinking puzzles. So that's fun. Episode 78, Be a Detective. This is where we talked about making uh, fingerprints and blood spatters. And you can set up a little crime scene for your kids. Or if your kids are old enough, they can set up crime scenes for each other. And they have to try to figure out who did it. So that can be a lot of fun. Episode 79 was the last one I did. Uh, except for my uh, book reveal for my good friend Kyle Anderson. Um, let's do some whittling. So that came from James uh, joining the Cub Scouts and earning his whittling chip. Which uh, involved carving two items, which we did out of soap. So you can take soap and carve with soap if you trust your kids with a pocket knife. Um, if not, you can use clay, that hardened clay that we that we get as teachers, those bricks of clay. You can get that and uh, use a plastic knife, but whittle out some objects. The cool thing about using clay and a plastic knife is, one, it's super safe, and two, once they're done, they can reform it and whittle again. So it's reusable. So again, that is just a plug for my own podcast. If you're listening to this episode, take a cruise through the older episodes. Most of them are not longer than 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, if you're listening to your podcasts on Stitcher or Google Podcasts or something, you can actually speed it up one and a half times so it doesn't take you very long. Um, you can listen to one while you're, while you're getting ready in the morning and then kind of attack the day with that. So I also have some new ideas, and some of them are... Uh, in those other podcasts, but I'm going to give them to you right now as an added bonus. So the first one is make a box for it. If you got that that big box left over from that case of toilet paper you went out and bought, tear the kids, you know, set the kids loose on it. You can just set it upside down. Uh, maybe you got to help them with a little bit of the cutting, but first have them mark out where they want their windows, where they want their door. I know when James built his with his buddies in there, they had a uh, a magnetic light that they had found in the basement. I don't know. And they had a piece of metal on top and they made the light stick to the ceiling and they were looking for a ceiling fan. I don't know. Can get a little crazy, but with the box for it, you can make windows. You can have them make a mailbox. You can drop them little notes like, Hey, reminder, you still got to vacuum the floor or whatnot. So have them make a box for it with the mailbox idea. What a great opportunity to write some letters. If you have friends, if you have family that are, um, even if they're in town, who doesn't love getting a handwritten letter? I can't think of a single person, but specifically if they are far away and especially to the nursing homes. I know um, people, my mom used to go to the nursing home all the time to visit my grandma. I mean, she was there, you know, three to five days a week, if not more, and nobody can go visit them now. So it's very, it's got to be very, very lonely for those who are in a nursing home. So write some letters to nursing homes. It can be to somebody you know, it can be to, you know, anybody. You can write it to whom, you know, to to any to any resident, whatever. So another way, instead of just writing a letter, and this is not my idea, I actually got this from Mr. Rogers, is you can take an old greeting card and tear it at the fold and make a postcard out of it. So if you take, if you got a really cool picture on it, you can tear that off and the opposite, the picture, you can write out a postcard and just mail that. And that'll go through the mail, just like um, a regular postcard. You can make your own postcards out of construction paper. I mean, it's, it's not that tough. And to get them the right size just takes a quick Google search. 
Um, but write some letters. Teach your kids the importance of handwriting a note to somebody just to let them know you're thinking of them. Um, I'm big on handwritten thank you notes, and I've gotten James on board with that, where if somebody does something really nice for us, um, we write them a thank you note. And we've done that even to like at a hotel or a restaurant, if they go above and beyond for something to help us out, we'll write them a thank you note, a handwritten note, just to tell them, hey, we really appreciate what you did for us. So um, with that, I did mention Mr. Rogers. You can go on Amazon Prime if you have Amazon Prime, and there are a ton of Mr. Rogers episodes, which are so good. Uh, my son is nine, and he still watches them. This last time we watched it, he goes, you know, this is kind of made for littler kids, which I completely disagree because I still love Mr. Rogers. And who doesn't snap their fingers when we're going to make it a snappy new day? Again, I can't think of anybody. So Mr. Rogers has a ton of ideas of things to do, um, especially when he goes into the world of make-believe. You guys can make your own world of make-believe with your own puppets. It'd be fantastic. So just a quick list, not my list. I grabbed it off of Twitter, but some other things you can do is teach your kids some of those games that we played in the 80s and the 90s. Come on, parents. You know what I'm talking about. We're talking hopscotch, freeze tag, double dutch, which I've never been able to do, by the way. Duck, Duck, Goose, Hide and Seek, Marbles, uh, currently speaking to you, is the, let's see, 1992 Marble Champion Cub Scout Troop from Iron River, Michigan. That's me. So uh, Marbles is a super fun game, and there's a bunch of fun games you can play with Marbles if you have some laying around. Um, something else I just thought of, just because I see them in the garage every time I pull my truck in there, is I have a ton of old baseball cards. I know kids are into their Pokemon cards right now, but pull out some of those old baseball cards, and you can uh, you know, try to make a whole team and look at their stats and have some kind of little fantasy baseball game with them. Baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards, the whole nine yards. And that will do it for episode 80 of the STEM Teacher Podcast. Basically, if you're not already, you should be subscribed to the STEM Teacher Podcast because it was made for parents being stuck at home with their kids. We went over all different types of episodes with all kinds of fun things to do. They're really quick listens. You can have a quick listen, get an idea and take off with your kids and do some fun things where they're actually learning. Uh, before that, we talked about making a schedule that involves getting up, getting dressed, getting fed, and starting off with some type of activity, chores, or whatnot to keep some kind of normalcy in our kids' life. So basically, listen to the STEM Teacher Podcast. But I also gave you a couple other ideas with the box, box forts and some of those 80s and 90s games that we used to play. So please share this with your friends. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. I've been pushing out. I used to push out an episode every week. Um, but since I started my other podcast, the Kingsford Fliver Flash, uh, it comes out about once a month, we push out an episode. And uh, maybe now that I have a couple weeks off, I'll push out a couple more. But until next time, keep an open mind and try to learn something new every day.